Yeah. And today. Yeah. Yeah. You've not had a gay either, have you? No, no you're our first. Hi, gay. <laughs> so you are technically representing the entire community. Yeah. Um, I'm speaking on behalf of every gay man of them. on yes, this please. planet. Of all your community. That has ever lived. Every yeah. gay person. Yeah, your whole community. <laughs> we're not, we're, this is not a quota. We're not box ticking. But we are. <laughs> yeah, because we were. <laughs> but you I are. I said to Nash, I was like, we need a gay. We need just yeah. one. <laughs> so we get it. This is so fucking straight guy, so far. But, you know. Once again, straight women are collecting us like Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. I tried so hard not to. You're welcome. Oh. Let's do this, bitches. Okay, let's go. <laughs> welcome to Can't Catch a Dick. Yay! Yay! We are three sisters living in London who have a podcast about dating and are past, present, probably future debt pet fail. Let me start that again. Uh, Do you know, I feel like I'm watching Mel and Sue and I'm like a guest who's just like screened in with you two. Like, this is, hi, I'm Mel and I'm Sue. I'm Sue. This is like, like lunch. That's what I feel like you two are sat next to each other. Like lunch. Like I'm Mel watching. Um, showing your age there <laughs> <laughs> we are three sisters living in London two of us are single one of us is married we have a, d- a dating podcast where we talk about our failed attempts at trying to date the male yeah. species past, present and look to the future this week we have a very very special and dear guest uh, who I have known for many years now. We have James Sargison. Hi. Hi, James. Hello, hello, hello. How are you, my love? I'm really good. I'm really good. I'm sitting here in my lovely bay window, looking out on sunny London. Just so glad I'm here. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for coming yeah. on. Not at all. I've been an avid listener, first time recorder. <laughs> so very excited to be here. Thanks. Do our dating stories scare you, make you feel relieved? What's your, how do you feel about them? Do you know what? Like listening to you gals talk about your stories, I thought I had it bad, but girl. <laughs> like you've had some stories. I've had some bad stories. Like I know, like Nej, like, I'm your friend, so I know your bad stories. I've got friends who've got bad stories, but I think I've kind of gotten away scot free as a, you know, a very young, attractive gay man. <laughs> um, I kind of gotten away. Kind of gotten away with it. What does this say about um, the straight men out there? I wonder. Oh, do we have to talk about? No, them? we don't. Let's not talk <laughs> no. about them. Yeah. For one episode, uh, we're not going to talk about them. Yeah, we're, we're going to talk about Gross. your your dating experiences. I, you know, like I said, I've known you for for quite some time now. We've mm. talked about multiple dates that both of you and I have been on. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, we'd love you to share. I mean, first of all, I've got actually something for you girls. Oh, Oh, do you? Yeah. I mean, this is more, this is like not great for podcasting. So you're (laughs) going to have to, I'll explain what I'm about to show you. But I thought a little visual to start the day off. Yeah, love it. Basically, I have a calendar (laughs) called um, Red Hot. Um, (laughs) This is not an ad. I'm not not promoting it. But if they want to sponsor me. um, (laughs) It's this guy who basically takes photographs of, really fit ginger men oh um, i love mm, ginger i think you uh, you might have seen a couple of them some of them quite iconic and there's one uh, calendar 2021 one calendar where they're in pants and like really like artistically done but there's also the x-rated one where they're completely full <laughs> frontal um and it is the first of august with, uh, the day oh, we're recording it's the first of august, august. Yeah. Yeah. pinch punch this. are we ready are we ready yeah, let's do it mr august, august. <laughs> oh woo! That's not my right. right. loving the ginger pubes. Right. Yeah. Okay. yeah, no, we're 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 okay. We're good. Um, I love that the, for those the, of you who are not seeing the, this, I'm just a close just, up of the penis. He's zooming in yeah. on, on the penis. <laughs> it's very, very zoomed in. The floral arrangement though, I have to say, yeah. I really it's artistic, do, I really it? do Lovely. admire. <laughs> I really enjoy it's that. It's almost um, statuesque. It's almost like something you'd see in a museum. He's quite Just Adonis. The, the, he is. The, the look is yeah. like without, if you, the body. If you cut yeah. off his head, there's something very Statue of David about that. Yeah. But he's got a bit of a baby face, don't you think? Yeah, he does. Probably why he's got any cubes. 
<laughs> so we'll be posting that on the Can't Catch Dick Instagram page. I think um, we should, you know. I yeah, maybe we need to, actually. Think... We can just block the little the little pee-pee out because uh, we don't want to be X-rayed mm. and shut down by IG. Just put the, like, little headphone emojis over it. Yeah. Oh, that's a really good idea. That's, that's exactly idea. what we're going to do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there you are. I've got you all hot and bothered. Oh, my God. Thanks, that's James. exactly what we like. Thank you for bringing us that gift. I know. You're so, so welcome. You should now ask everyone to bring you a gift before oh, we they come Yeah, on. we should. We should. Great idea. You yeah. set the bar. Okay. Well done, babe. Thanks. Trust your homosexual to go above and beyond. <laughs> <laughs> Even when it's not asked for. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thank you for bringing dick pics to the table. We yeah. really appreciate it. You're so Everybody welcome. And that dick pic was not unsolicited. No, we asked yeah. for that. You, you were like, yeah, give it to me. Give us the dick pic. It's and the you know how Ikram just keeps on getting those unsolicited dick pics. Keeps on getting them. You need to just like delete Grinder. <laughs> I mean, that's why you keep getting them. I do. <laughs> do you know what's really interesting about Grinder though? When it's not nothing to do with like the dating app itself. Just going back to awful straight men. They love talking about Grinder. They do. It's so it's so funny. Why do you think this is though? Because everyone's gay. Because everyone's secretly gay. <laughs> yeah, because everyone's a little. Everyone's a little. Everyone's gay. a bit gay. Totally. There's such stigma around Grinder. I think. Yes, it's Massive. used as a hook-up app. But my best friend, he married his husband of Grinder. They met. Wow. Yes, it was a hookup, but then they stayed in touch. I've gone on dates through Grinder. Mm. I mean, every app has got a bit of those people on there that just want the sex. I think for the mainstream ones, Tinder is probably the one that's most known as the hookup app. Mm. But although I feel like that's changing. It's changing, but then I know people that have been married off that, that are in long-term relationships. Mm. I think you make of the apps yeah. what you will, don't you? And then you just hope that you attract like-minded people. Mm-hmm. Okay, coming back to the podcast. Yeah, James, have you got any dating disasters you want to share with us? Do you know what? I think I do. Oh, um, okay. ooh, we're going to cast our way, way back to when I was in my, I think I was like 20, no, 19. I think I was just moving to London. We went to Bristol for a New Year's Eve party. It was a rave. It's very drum and bassy, so not very me at all. It's <laughs> um, like, why were you there? <laughs> <laughs> no idea. I thought drum and bass. I was like, bass? Nicki Minaj? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, super bass. That's super bass. Mm. So I went along with loads of like college friends and stuff. There was a big group of us getting a train down there. All the booze consumed back then. Sorry, mother. <laughs> so we're at big old party great time you know the sun is now rising it's about 7 a.m um although now and now i'm in my 30s there's oh, nothing God. better than a cup of tea at nine o'clock in bed isn't there right. oh yeah so yeah the sun was coming up we were still pining away then we went to a different bar that was going new year's eve that these bars are open 24 hours over there so mm. we went to a different bar and then there was a big courtyard moment everyone was dancing vibes were happening i saw a guy across the uh, other side of the uh, the garden he was dancing away he had this like really cool glitter top on it wasn't a very gay scene but he had this like glittery top on so i was like you're one of mine <laughs> um, and like he he was there he was dancing away i go over we have a little dance we have a little chat he's off his face i'm off my face have a little snog we swap numbers so like really cute and then i go back home he goes back home nothing happens couple of weeks later we messaged each other and he said oh i'm actually moving to a different part of england and i said actually i'm moving to another part of england as well i'm going back to london and i said but it was really nice to meet you i really want to hang out and so we stopped you know we texted for a couple of months uh i'd say about four or five months oh wow because we just didn't have yeah it just didn't have it wasn't a lot of texting it was just keeping in touch like we need to do this one day we'll meet up one day we'll meet up one day and one day we did about five or so months later, I got a train to his town. Okay. Just from out, out of London. I, he said, come over here. Like, we can hang out. We, you can stay at mine. We'll just, like, have a nice day out together. Um, and then you can stay over and, and leave the next day. I said, cool. That sounds really, really nice. Got the train there. I got out of the station. And I texted him saying, I'm here. Where are you? And he said, oh, if you just look down uh, the side of the road, I'm in that, you know, that red car there. I was like, cool. I trundled on down. And he gets out of the car and I'm like, oh my God, hi, so nice to see you. Yeah. Give him a hug. But he gets out of the passenger seat. Oh. So I noticed that when he was getting out, I was like, that's bizarre. Why? How are you there? He gets out, we have a little hug. And I was like, so nice to meet you. And as I'm going into a hug, I look into the car and I see an, an old lady <laughs> in there. <laughs> 
looking up at me. And I sort of give a really concerned little smile. I said, maybe is this, is this could be a taxi. Could be. <laughs> yeah, you're so sweet. Could this be yeah. a taxi? Really hoping it was a taxi. And then I get in the back. He gets in the front passenger seat. And as I sit down, he said, oh, James, this is my mum. Oh, oh no. Oh, no. Mm. Yeah. So big red flag. Yeah. Big red flag. Um, <laughs> oh, God. Why so is, it, why I'm is now, his mum picking you up from the station? <laughs> so this is date one, essentially, isn't it? Really? So then we're driving and I'm chatting to him like I'm trying to be impressive and trying to be, you know, first date chat yeah. with his mother. <laughs> uh, she was asking me all these questions, you know. Oh Real mum questions, which was bizarre. And then we get to the house, the family house. Oh, no. He doesn't live on his own. He lives at his family's home. Of course he does. So I'm going in, like, batting off Labradors that are jumping up to me, like, looking over to family photos on the counter. I'm like, this is so embarrassing. Yeah. Didn't tell me any of this. Dad comes in. I'm like, hello, nice to meet you, sir. Um... <laughs> His sister then comes in. She's like chatting away, like, "Oh my god, how do you know my brother?" And I was like, oh, "What? I just felt him up on a dance floor about you're six like, months I, ago." That's yeah, you... <laughs> I don't know him. And now you're meeting the family. Oh, yeah. Oh, he he must have saw something in me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're a keeper. You're a keeper. <laughs> so that was like the most bizarre thing in the world. And I and we went up to his bedroom, and I said to him, "I was like." What is, what, what's going on? I don't understand. What, what are we doing here? Why are we at your family home? Mm. And he said, but I just wanted to see you. And this is the only thing I could have done. I was like, okay. But, but that is, is something that I you, need to know. You forewarn. Yes. You forewarn if you are living at home with parents. Yeah. You forewarn. Yeah. yeah. That's so strange. So I then, when we get into his bedroom, I then notice a single bed made up next to his bed Excuse on the floor. Oh. He had a double, and then there was a single bed made up. Oh no! So next, oh my did his God. mom make up a bed for you? So then she came up with another like pillow and stuff. She said, "I've got another pillow if you need." Oh God! Did she just yeah. think you were a friend? Yeah, a hundred percent. Oh, so she thought you were a mate. She didn't think there was anything. Oh, no. oh, that's so awkward. Oh God! It couldn't have been more awkward. Oh and, God! Yeah, it was bizarre. It was bizarre. So then it was dinner time. So then it was the family dinner round the dinner table. James, you're such a good person for putting up with this shit. What am I going to do? I, I don't I drive. I couldn't get back to the train station. This is it. You're stuck, aren't you? Oh, you're fucked. I'm stuck. So you I'm are absolutely having dinner. Fucked. This is like the gay get out. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, it is. Yeah. <laughs> the gay get out. Oh. I could not sashay away. So, um, <laughs> so you're really, you've clocked the vibes of they think we're friends, so I have to hide, I have to pretend that that's what we are and sit yeah. there and have a dinner with his family. What did you eat? <laughs> oh, I don't, I mean, we're talking like shepherd's pie, we're talking chicken casserole, we're having like a proper family dinner. Wow. Yeah, there was, awesome. Yeah, there was, yeah, it was a lot. And the only thing I could think about was, God, I could have a glass of, like, a bottle of wine right now just yeah. to get through this. Yeah. Like, really needed a glass of wine with dinner. And I noticed just, you know, a nice jug of water on the table as I arrive and no glasses out. So I thought, God, maybe maybe mother might offer me something. So I'll just wait out. I think I may have brought some alcohol or something. And I said, I've got this, you know, do you want yeah. to drink this? Yeah. And he said, oh, no. And the mother that sort of, then it got a bit awkward and a bit, everyone sort of looked at each other. And the mother said, oh, we don't actually have any alcohol in the house. Is it all right if, you know, we just put that to the side? I said, yeah, that's absolutely fine. No problem at all. I didn't ask why, but she then said, oh, because, and pointed to her son, whose name I still can't remember, because he, obviously, you know, he's been in rehab for the last four months. Oh, my God. Oh, that's so yeah. fucking so is that why yeah. you hadn't met up with him because he'd been in rehab? So when he met, yeah. when you met him, you were obviously out partying. He was boozed, whatever. A week later, oh, no he way. went to rehab because he had a drinking and drug addiction. You, oh, so you met him at rock bottom. He hit completely, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, he's great! He looks amazing." <laughs> you, you're like, "Oh my god, I've met the one," and he's like, "I am at the lowest point in my fucking life." <laughs> I yeah. just Although, had this. Awful it could have been forced. His family might, he might have done like a couple of pills that night and his family might have been like, oh my God, rehab. Yeah, yeah I think he was 
such an alcoholic. He was like sucking the alcohol of like a deodorant stick. Like he was okay. like that wow. bad. So you, wow. so you, <laughs> you bring a bottle of wine. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Oh, I literally bring the, the most dangerous oh, substance. And they're into all that staring house. at you, like, and then oh, they look at him James. and they're like, "Why doesn't your friend know that?" She yeah, is? exactly. Why doesn't your friend? What kind know of friend this? is he? <laughs> so you then, so you can't have any alcohol during this meal. I can't have any alcohol this meal. I was gasping for any sort of substance. I think, given the circumstances, I would have wanted to drink, have drunk for you. <laughs> like, yes, I want a painful. drink now. You know. Is that is, is yeah. that is that painful listening to it? I'm like, yeah, just get it um, now. That finishes and we go to his room and now it's time to sort of ask him what's going on. Mm. I said to him, I was like, essentially, what is going on? <laughs> what am I doing here? Why am I with your family? Why have you not told me you're so sorry? I'm sorry to hear you're, you know, that you had to yeah. have. And he said, obviously, I went, I hit rock bottom and uh, I needed to get help. And I said, that's great. And I'm so proud of you. But I didn't know any of this. And, and why am I here? <laughs> Why am I yeah. in your? Why am I? In, why am I in your? And I forgot to mention why am I in your double waterbed as well? Stop it! Oh, what? It honestly gets worse. Exactly. That's the problem. It's from the seventies. That waterbed. Water I know. Bed. Like probably like sloshing around. So gross. There's no support. <laughs> like it just does I not. Who thought no. of that fucking idea of making waterbed? And who has one now? This man is not in his eighties. He is in. He would have been James's age, so in his twenties. And probably, he has a sure. <laughs> They probably had a jacuzzi as well. You know. Oh, very rich family. Very rich. That sort of family. But yeah, yeah. can't afford a mattress. <laughs> I mean, anyone could just afford a mattress, but can you, like, do you have the taste for a waterbed? That's what what money buys you. Great taste. So, So you're asking all these questions. You're like, mate, we're alone now. What the fuck is going on? What's he saying? Yeah. He's just, he's kind of apologizing. He's sort of sorry, but he just, I think he lost a lot of friends as well. Um, through this journey and even though I was pretty much a stranger I was still there Mm. and it was nice you know it was nice to talk about it and I said is anything going to happen with us in this bed and he was like yeah 100% like I want you know we're going to get down to business in a minute but in the morning my mum will probably come in so if you could just jump down into the single bed and then pretend that you slept in there last night so when she comes in she doesn't see us together I said look at this point, I'll literally do anything for a blowjob. So, <laughs> fine. So that obviously did happen. We had a bit of fun. That was good. How was Went it on the bed. waterbed? Um, did you manage to keep sloshy, it quite quiet? Very sloshy. Did you, um, did, you, did, you, did you feel like it affected your balance and your like footholding? No? I mean, when I said we got down to business, I think I was very much just lying there mm-hmm. at that point. You know when you're so annoyed with your partner or, your, or a date or something, you just expect them to do all the work. Yeah. He owed you one. I like, he, exactly. He just owed me what I needed. And I was like, I'm lying here on this waterbed and you better get on your knees. <laughs> Good man. Pretty much. Good man. Good sport. And then we go to bed. Then we go, you know, fall asleep. I obviously then don't have an alarm set. The oh, door no. swings open. <gasps> and we are no. butt naked. As, we're butt naked as well. The door swings open and I'm expecting to then see mother with a nice tray of you know two cups of tea and a few biscuits coming up to me it wasn't the mother that opened the door it was the five-year-old sister that came in (laughs) she then runs in and she's like simon i think let's call him simon she said simon simon morning it's the morning she then jumps into bed with us oh and god on the sheet though on the duvet oh, in the god. middle of us too so she's like chatting away to him you know you sort of in the so then i have i'm butt naked i've got him next to me and i've got his sister chatting away to me about unicorns <laughs> and butterflies at seven o'clock <laughs> in the bloody morning oh um, my god and the whole time you're thinking they're gonna come in yeah. The mother's going to come in any mother's minute. going to find us. Also, any minute now. how do we keep this girl quiet? <laughs> and all like, you know, when she's chatting away, all I can hear is that kettle on the arga just like whistling away, getting yeah. ready for teas. The anxiety is rising. Brightened. Wow, so cringy situation. Were you caught or did you get away with it? We got away with it. We got away with it. It was, um... Do you think the mother, surely, the, do you think the parents suspected anything? And they're in denial um, about making up that bed? I think, well, I think it's, you know, you don't know if you're, you do kind I think parents do know if your son is 
is gay or daughter is gay, you know, you don't have to come out half the time because mm. they might just already know. But maybe he hadn't come out, but maybe, you know, he didn't want to, he wasn't ready or... Yeah, yeah fair enough. You know, you know yeah. Which it's is fine. A very strange scenario to invite someone to your house. Oh, just the whole thing is just bizarre. It's just layers upon layers yeah. of uncomfortableness. And, oh, yeah. and I bet the whole time you were just like, I just want to go home. Yeah, go. and the whole time he was probably just like, oh, I'm just, he maybe was just feeling a bit lonely and was like, James can, you know. I think it's 100% that. Um, well, ironically, the whole time I was there, all I wanted was a drink. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I so, don't blame you. What I found, though, because in lockdown, I was dating during this pandemic if someone's listening to this in 10 years time we ha- we went through a pandemic in 2020 <laughs> yeah um, oh they're gonna know because we're gonna have a, a loads more in the future so yeah absolutely. this is the first this of many exactly first of many oh great i dated you know sensibly went on sober straight walks with coffee it's actually how we started dating me and my now boyfriend mm. that's how that was our first date and do you know what i loved it yeah yeah i absolutely loved not drinking yeah and i was having a bit of i stopped drinking for a, a bit of time when we started dating actually this year and it was in that time when we met and i wasn't drinking with him for maybe the first two weeks we we're dating two, three weeks. It was so much better dating I sober. I don't know. It there was, some I think it was great. That I go on dates with where I have to drink just to get through it. <laughs> like <laughs> there are there are scenarios where I'm like, nah, I'm, their coffee's not gonna do in this situation. But I hear you. There is something really beautiful and, and lovely about having a sober. You're seeing each other for for your authentic self, aren't you? Mm. You know, and also the beer goggles aren't there. So very true. You know, because that does affect how sexually attractive somebody is yeah the more you drink the more open you are to going yeah and you try and your brain tries to make it fit you might look at someone and go no i'm not attracted to you or no this isn't right but the Mm. more you drink the more you try and fit a square into a hole or whatever whatever the phrase is it's um sometimes good just to do i think you have to be you 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 also get to meet that real person yeah Yeah. you Mm. get to meet the actual person you're dating yeah you could be a bit more confident you could be a bit more fun and funny when you're drunk but i want to know what you're like when i'm going to see you every day Mm. so i kind of want to get to know non-drunk men you know what i mean yeah oh 100 i mean the date that i went on this week the guy offered me weed in advance of the date. He was oh, like, do you smoke? I could bring some. I was like, I don't smoke. I don't mind if you do, but I don't. But thanks for the offer. Never been asked that before. Very polite. And then before he was that, like, yeah, sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then he was like, oh, no, no, I'm not going to do it because no, if you're not, I'm not going to sit there and smoke if you're not smoking. It was just if we were in the moment and, and you wanted to. But he was like, you know, I'd rather we met each other as who we are and I was like yeah but we'll be drinking so we're not exactly going to be meeting each other authentically are we yeah no but yeah Yeah. and you're on a date you're never going to be your authentic self on a date because you're trying to present the best version of yourself right yeah exactly we're all presenting Mm. until until we finally managed to grab them and then we're like ah this is my true crazy self then you catch that dick (laughs) yeah once you've caught snared the dick when you catch it snared the dick put it in the cage and then you're like (laughs) You're mine now. It's mine. It's mine. Oh, wow, well, that, wow. that, that, that was... That was... That, that was, is yeah. actually... You said our dates are crazy, but that was actually quite That's crazy. Intense. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you just wanted to go on a date and get some D and... No, yummy. Yeah. I can't get yeah. over go the, right tea. the lack of alcohol, but the shock at the waterbed as well. I think <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Just, just like that was just came out of nowhere but also yeah also the, the five-year-old sister coming in because when you mentioned a sister earlier i thought she was older for some reason not a mm. five-year-old yeah no no she had plastic cutlery and plates at dinner oh, oh. yeah don't all that <laughs> she's, she's like she, she's an innocent party in this story let's not pick on a five-year-old child <laughs> i know wow well that was yeah, that was a crazy one. I do think, despite what you said, you know, I think you maybe don't get the crown, but you're certainly... You're close all, to it. You're close to the crown in terms of crazy yeah. days. Yeah. yeah. Thank you so much. I'm so glad that we, um, we've we all had bad days. Yeah. And I'm on, I'm on that level. And we're hoping that our, you know, j- dating trajectory will land where you now currently are, James. Yeah. You know? We all know that women have to work harder to achieve the same as men. So this is... 
This is what's happening right now. <laughs> that is true. That is very true. Um, I'm sorry. On behalf of all men, um, I'm also not going to speak for straight men. I've said I'm not going to speak for the gay community. I'm not going to speak for a straight man either. <laughs> and you really shouldn't because you do not. No one wants to represent that toxicity. Like, just listen to it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They can speak for themselves. <laughs> oh, so well, is it just that story, or there is there anything else that you wanted to share? I mean, I don't, I don't know, like the chronological order how I wanted to tell the story. I tried to sort of like run it through my head once, mm-hmm. and then I was like, oh no, but you should probably say that first, and then move that to the <laughs> end. Then, so if this doesn't make sense, and or I stop and jump, y'all just pay attention and yeah. keep up. Okay. But essentially, I went on um, I went on a date with a guy, obviously. You don't need to know that. Well, plot um, twist, it would have been a woman, and we were like, what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or if I said it was a woman, That's you didn't why say it was anything. a shit date. Like, yeah, if I said it was a woman and you didn't say anything, I was like, they're not listening. They're not listening to me at all. Awful host of this awful podcast. <laughs> I went on a date. Let's call him Tony because I just, I need a name. We went on a date. We went for a few drinks, went to a lovely little canal, a bar on a canal that was on a dating app. I'm going to say that was a Tinder one because it wasn't good. Okay. <laughs> we're just really hating on Tinder. Sorry, Tinder. So when was this? Was um, this pre, pre-COVID? Oh, God, yeah. We're talking early to mid-20s. Okay. okay. So only last year. <laughs> no, it was... This was probably, like, five, six years ago. And we went on... Yeah, we met up. Met the station. This is in East London. Walked to the pub. Sat down and had a couple of beers. Now, on his profile, he said that he worked for the Labour Party. Okay. Right. So I was like, okay, cool. That's That's great. He's obviously got a brain because he's, you know. Were you physically attracted to him? To his pictures? I mean, he was okay. You know those dates where you're a bit like, he's okay. Yeah, yeah I've had yeah. so many yeah. of those. Most of them. Why do we do? Why do we do that? I don't know. Because we don't believe the hot ones. Hatred. <laughs> Self-loathing, hatred. Yeah. I also, I yeah, yeah I and I don't believe the hot ones are real. But to, yeah. if you don't believe they're real, swipe on them. What have you got to lose? If it turns out oh, no. a pot no, 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 or no. a catfish, no, it you know, scares the life out of me when like a stunning, stunning man is on these apps. Totally out of my league. Also, not not out of my league. Like I find them attractive, but I wouldn't want to be with them. Do you know what I mean? Mm, like you yeah. look at like yeah. models, you and you're like, they're beautiful, but not. You'd see with them, but you're not like, mm, that's not really my type, but yeah. I would still be like, hello. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't swipe right. I wouldn't say yes to them in case they said yes to me. I know, yeah. I was... It's exactly it. In yeah. case they said yes, and I was like, but what happens if he likes me? And then what do you do then, now <laughs> with this hot man? People on the, people on the street are going to be like, oh, that guy works in a charity for the afternoon <laughs> You know what I mean? That's exactly so, like... so nice to hear you say that because it's something that we've said multiple times on yeah. this podcast. This this irrational fear of oh my god, no, he's oh, too attractive and people. I can't and yeah. I just can't. Yeah. And then all of a sudden your personality just shuts down because you're like, Oh, how do I fucking talk to them? And you're like, <laughs> like I talk to any person. But all of a sudden it's just yeah. so much easier to talk to someone that you're not actually that attracted to. What yeah. is that? Yeah, so. because they're not threatening or you're not worried yeah. about what yeah. you're gonna say. So... But it happens like it, when anyone you're impressed with anyone, you're always like, Oh my god. Like it doesn't even have to be an attractive person it could just be someone you really admire and you tend to sure. just get tongue-tied because you're like i don't want to embarrass myself but so then you embarrass yourself but like he was cute enough like yeah. cute no. enough to warrant my spare time yeah yeah time's very precious going mm-hmm. on dates is like an effort sometimes you yes know, gotta pick out the right dress make sure the hair's up you know looking good mm-hmm. so we went out yeah we went out, had a couple of beers chat was going okay nothing nothing mage i was rattling off and taking up far too much of the the time talking myself he then came out with oh that is something that a tory would say Oh, that's like the biggest fucking insult. He said that about something (laughs) you said. Yeah, so I, whatever I said, he then responded with, oh, that's what a Tory would say. (gasps) Do you think he said that because he works for the Labour Party and it's just a line to deliver? Or did you think actually what you said was something a Tory would say? (laughs) Well, look, all I said was, all I said was, I don't think women should have the vote. I don't see why that... (laughs) I don't know. I 
don't know. That's just not that <laughs> also, right. And we shouldn't also, be feeding hungry children. No, it's ridiculous. Poor people should be exterminated. <laughs> it, exactly. <laughs> Such a Had you guys had oh. any political chats before meeting? Like, did you... No. Nothing. There's nothing, there's nothing that will kill a boner than talking about politics I, I don't get involved in it like talk, I get involved in it yeah. but I don't get involved talking about it until like you're well, a little bit further down I can definitely tell if someone's a good moral person mm-hmm. straight off the bat so I'm like even if they are conservative that's fine but I can tell if you're a good person when I meet you I'm quite yeah. a good judge of character yeah. I think yeah so he said that and I said well I'm just gonna stop you there I'm just gonna stop you there Tony yeah I said I'm I'm not a Tory I actually <laughs> voted but I still stand by women shouldn't have the vote no I said <laughs> and you're right I said I and you're right yeah I said, look I'm I'm not a Tory I actually voted Labour in the it was actually it was relatively around the time of the elections I said yeah. actually I did vote Labour but also that's none of your business We've just sat down to have a drink. Like, let's wait a little bit before we get into that kind of conversation. I mean, I get that it's it's his job. And if you were talking about his job, it would be relevant. But you clearly weren't. He was just talking. You just threw out a comment and he said, that's really Tory. Let's keep it light, Tony. Let's keep it light. Also, do you really want to start having, like, confrontation this early on in the day? Yeah. Yes. Like it was yeah. definitely like pint number two. Oh dear. Um, Did he say it in a in a? I'm assuming he didn't say it in a jokey way. He was quite like, oh, James, I'm gonna have to pull you up there. That sounded like a very Tory thing to say. Do you say it like that? It was a very like eye rolly disappointed look, oh, God. which was even more offensive when yeah. someone like looks at you like you're a piece of shit on their shoe. They're yeah. so pious. Because they are, yeah, they're in their ivory tower. So, I said, yeah, so I, I explained, I said, I, I actually mm-hmm. go to labour, I'm not, so let's move on. Yeah. So then we drink a little bit more, chat's fine, I suppose. And then I once again was talking, and once again, he said, ugh, such a Tory thing to say. A second time? Uh-huh. Why is he trying to com- almost, like, convince you that you're a Tory? Like, what's going on here? So bizarre. It was, I was so thrown and I said, um, sorry, um, like I said before, I'm not a Tory, so mm. I don't know, like, I feel like you should stop saying that, because yeah. I'm not, it, I, don't, I don't understand where you're trying to go here. And he didn't really sort of, like, follow up with why he was saying it, he was like, oh, okay, sorry, yeah. and just sort of brushed it off. But he clearly means it in an offensive manner. Oh, 100%. 100%. And he's telling you off, he's police, he's kind of policing what you say, like... Oh, yeah. and it's interesting because we're hearing from a, a victim of someone who's been told off because usually you just hear from the aggressor, usually on these, usually it's Ikram it's telling me. off a guy. And I think <laughs> once Neshta might have told someone off, but just yeah, this is this is very cathartic, I think, for these two to hear what it's like to be told off on a date. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How it made them feel. How it makes yeah. them feel. The Men, victim. if you've ever been victimised by one of these sisters, there's a group. <laughs> I think they meet every Tuesday. <laughs> Yeah, there's, def- <laughs> there's definitely a support group somewhere, yeah. some men's rights activist group who hates us. Yeah. It's not a nice feeling, girls. You should stop it. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> they look really like... <laughs> they look really sad and sheepish. Their heads are down. <laughs> yeah. so Trust a gay that- man to tell off you, girls. Oh, no. um, yeah. That's the only people who can. That and our mother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're immune yeah. to male authority. We're- so yeah. to male authority, and most women we, we can take down, but not the gays and not. If a gay man says, "Say jump," you say, "How high?" <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the second time it happened, I said, "Look, I'm, I'm not." And can you just stop saying that? Yeah, it's irritating. I don't understand why you are. I feel, I feel like you may understand where this might be going. A few more drinks later, once again, I was chatting away, and he piped up with such a Tory. Does he think he's, like, trying to just to interject here quickly? Does he think that this is kind of funny banter and you guys foreplay, are kind of like... Yeah, yeah it's almost like this is weird this political foreplay. foreplay? Yeah, it's yeah. this political foreplay, foreplay of, like, oh, I'm going to, you know, poke you and pull your hair and you'll like me more. Is, is it that? Yeah. Or was it that kind of... And when vibe? you're getting it on, he's going to ask you to call him Cameron. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about reducing international aid. Yeah, tell me how much you had. <laughs> I, I don't understand what it was. I think he just didn't like me. 
I don't think I was his cup of tea, essentially. Was you, were you both quite boozed? Was he boozed? Were you boozed? What was the tea at this point? I think with with three, four drinks in now, um, my tolerance is... Pretty good. I could, yeah, I could take down a brewery and give a good shot. (laughs) And I said, so the final one, I said, look, this is the third time you've now called me a Tory. Mm. It's, It's actually now annoying me to the point where... I don't want this to carry on if mm-hmm. you are going to act like this because it's, it's bizarre what you're doing to me. And he properly went on the defensive at that point and was like, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I think I'm nervous. Because he works in politics. He said he works in politics all the time. It's always on his mind, blah, blah, blah. So if I said something that's a little bit controversial, for instance, he might take that as something different. I don't know. Mm. Well, he um, literally works within an echo chamber, doesn't he? You know? Sure, yeah. I mean, he's just surrounded by... Labour colleagues. So if anything sounds counter to what they're doing, his first thought will be, oh, that's what the Tories are doing. Or that's what they've said. But to carry that into a date... Mm, yeah, yeah. it was weird. So at that point, I was kind of checked out. Yeah, I wasn't really invested now. I said, look, this guy is he's, he's cute. He's just pissed me off, though. I'm not one to piss off. Because no. I'll, get, I'll get in a right old half. I don't want to come for James. Um, <laughs> Never come for me. I'll send for you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I like that. <laughs> oh, you can it's have very Game of Thrones. Tell them I send for them. I was kind of checked out, but the final straw of this day was we were talking about. So I used to be a drag queen back in the day when I was um, at university. Would you a lot younger. I did it for about. I did it for about a year. She was called Brandy Spitz. <laughs> <laughs> Love yeah, it. she was gorgeous. Obviously, obviously, spits with a Z. Yeah. Um, I think my ta- what was my tagline? I think it was something along the so Brandy Spits, the aphrodisiac holding up the bar, <laughs> or something like it was something like that. Because you know Brandy's aphrodisiac, that yeah. song. That's why I got Brandy because I wanted yeah. it to be like boozy yeah. and spits. I didn't want to be swallows because that was a bit too dirty. For my yeah, mother. it's a bit obvious, isn't it? Because I was all right, old booze hound back then. I wanted it to be like boozy and naughty, but not too naughty. So yeah, yeah. That's why Brandy Spits was there. She was she was a Fucking nightmare. <laughs> oh, she's she... gone. Is she still in rehab? I think she's still in rehab. <laughs> yeah. Deleted her number. I, uh, we, we God, you go, we you ghosted on her. Gosh. We don't terrible. speak. So we started to talk about drag queens. And I sort of said to him, I was like, oh, a couple of years ago, because maybe like two years since I quit drag. I was like, oh, I did drag. Didn't talk a lot about it. We just started talking about drag queens. And he muttered the words i don't think drag queens are good for the community and i don't see i i don't respect them he yeah. basically slated drag queens and said that they're not good for the community or what? everything what? Yeah. Why? Why, though? It's, it's just another art form they bring so much like, joy he, I don't yeah he properly hated on drag queens Who and like said that they don't, they don't they don't they don't matter like what? at all and i lost my shit now, not because I was a drag queen, but because of my community and yeah. because of what drag queens have done. I'm a massive advocate. I watch I watch all the shows. I go, you know, support your local drag queens, everybody, also. Yeah, do. You know, they're such a cornerstone for the community. Yeah. I mean, you know, everyone knows the story of Stonewall, mm-hmm. um, yeah. how drag queens are so prolific there. And, you know, and I did go on a massive rant at him as well. Like, I'm what I said, what I'm saying to you, I said to him, you know, I said they brought it to the mainstream. They brought gay culture to the mainstream, to the to the straight community that mm. they we're, we, we've slowly integrated our way into mainstream culture. Yeah. Lily Savage, for instance, yeah. you know, yeah. to make sure that the straight man is like, oh, they're not that bad, gay people and all the community. I think that's what drag queens have done. And I properly, I'm a real advocate, you know, I do think they're the cornerstone, as I said, of, of the community. So he said that to me, and I properly went off. I was, how what's, could you say that? What? I don't understand what this guy's reasoning would be. I, I just never heard it, because, you know, I, James, I'm a massive advocate for um, the drag community as well. I just, what's, what, did he give you any sort of, like, comeback? What was his comeback to you going in? Mm. I then downed my pint and I walked off. Oh, good man. I was well, like, absolutely not. He'd spent I love the fact that you finished your drink. Yeah. He spent the whole <laughs> evening accusing you of being a Tory and then trashed what you did as a pastime. I mean, what? Yeah, it's really bizarre yeah, so behaviour. 
Yeah, so our wedding date's um, April 4th. Um, Tony says hi. <laughs> so I, I basically, you guys are invited. Um, so basically, I then left and I finished my drink, walked up the stairs by the, by the bar and went down the road to get my bus. I got a bus um, that takes me straight home. And I was sitting there, texting my friends, just, you know, saying, what an arsehole, this guy was X, Y and Z, blah, 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 blah. Texting away, and then I feel someone just like sit next to me, oh, and it was him. Oh god! What? Then you hadn't noticed him follow you? Hang on a no, minute. No, not at all. Not so can at we all. just circle back quickly? So you do, you obviously had this new. rant at him, and you're like, look, completely unacceptable. You're a prick. Whatever. Down your pint, and then you just get up, leave. You don't say goodbye in a dramatic nope. fashion. In a dramatic way, oh. he's left sat there, yeah. and you're just like, look, dude, clearly it's over. I am out. And yeah. then he comes so and follows I, I, you to the bus stop. Well, I, I down my pint, set off a confetti fan, uh, cannon. Yeah, <laughs> That's usually how I leave um, bars. <laughs> and sashayed um, away. Throw on your cake. And sashayed away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I tipped my wig and I left. <laughs> I straightened that wig and I said, Thank <laughs> you. Uh, you were in drag the whole time. That's the yeah. test, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He was just looking at me, the massive Tory drag queen as I, that I was. <laughs> <Could> you... <laughs> <laughs> That's the stature. <laughs> yeah. Genius. Isn't it? Um, yeah. So I then left and then he then plonked himself next to me. God. And I look at him and like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, what are you doing? And then he just said, this is my bus home too. <laughs> oh, oh no. <laughs> Why? So then we're sitting there. Waiting for the bus, and I look at the sign, it's like oh. seven minutes away. Oh, God. Did you then um, have awkward chit chat, or were you just like sitting in silence? I walked home, girls. Oh, I, home. Oh. I was not gonna, I, I'm not gonna waste one more breath on that boy. You have principles, um, I love also, it. Also, I feel like he just really couldn't read situations. Because it was if it was me, if I was walking up to a bus stop and my date that has just stormed out on me was there, would I go to no. that bus stop and sit no. next to him? Absolutely Because you'd have shame and humility. I then. would turn <laughs> around, probably go back in the pub and just wait until yeah. they'd left. Yeah. Yeah. Aw. Oh, honey. It was bizarre. It was yeah. absolutely bizarre. Like, don't come for my community. Like, I'm a very proud gay man, yeah. and if you come for my community, you're gonna ha- you're gonna hear it's about it. It's interesting. He's coming for his own community, but he doesn't yeah. see it as part of his. Well, exactly, community. which is weird. But then you see so many homophobic homosexuals. Yeah. Oh my god, and and also as weird. well, it's like you can't. It's not a monolith. You know, oh. it's not all gay people are the same. Not anybody that identifies under the LGBTQIA banner. Not everybody is thinking exactly the same way. You get exactly. You get incredible transphobia. You get misogyny. You get, mm-hmm. I know gay men who hate lesbians. They have this irrational oh, yeah. fear of lesbians. Yeah, it makes no sense. So yeah, I, I, it's it's really really disappointing when you see it. Yeah, but it does happen. Yeah. Because people are people. Yeah, it's it's bizarre. Yeah. Totally true. Totally true. It's, it's just weird to hate on your own people. Mm. I don't get it. We fought so hard and then you're just mm. like pushing yourself and your brothers and sisters down. It's bizarre to me. Was he out at his workplace? I imagine it's a good place to be out. Yeah. I mean, there's... I, I don't like the term, you know, like, passing for straight. That that I really... Yeah. I don't, know if I, I don't know if I dislike that term because you're not trying to pass straight. You know, you're just, you're just being yourself. And if that means that you don't have the typical... Yeah. What the straight people think is gay, being flamboyant or yeah. being camp. If you don't have that, then you're getting away with it. It's not about being getting away with it, just, just be yourself, you know. Mm. But he didn't have, you know, any camp tendencies. I mean, I don't no. when I'm sober, <laughs> but honey... Give me a couple of gin and tonics and I'm swinging from a banister, like singing like singing Liza Minnelli at the top of my Finger lungs. Finger snapping like, I will... right centre, yeah. And we've talked about this before, James, about how, um, and you and I both done this in various different guises, we've altered our personalities depending on who we're with. And yeah. especially within the industry that you and I both worked in, you would say yeah. sometimes we would act super formal because we could other times there was an sure. envir- environment where you're like oh actually i can i can be more camp or i can be more flamboyant because that mm. would also work with that person so constantly oh, yeah. kind of code switching and you, i've seen the professional way that you have been able to do that in your life and the very unprofessional and way the I've very also un- done that. more so than the professional <laughs> <laughs> um 
No, that's very true. And, you know, I think you can weaponize your what, sexuality or anything yeah. like that. You know, I, I would sit in meetings with older ladies who love the charm of a gay man. Mm-hmm. I can I can shout, I could be charming. You know, you say to them, you say, oh, darling, you look lovely. You know, you, you really keep them safe. They're warm. We're not threatening. And, you know, I ham it up a little bit. I mean, that was just to get that money. Um, <laughs> you got to do what you got to do. Get that cash. Get, well. get those get pearls. Yeah. Pearls and pearls. I don't see that's. I don't think that's bad. Weaponizing, you know, you're taking what your the good Lord has given you, and you using it to your advantage. I'm happy doing that. Yeah. That was one and one day only. Uh, so yeah, that didn't really work out for me. Oh. Well, how, did, how did it make you feel though afterwards? Icky and I have discussed this multiple times. Sometimes when we have like a really horrendous day or just an awkward and weird situation, we then get to a point where you're like, right, I'm feeling like I'm having to make a lot more effort get back on that wagon yeah like it's a real emotional kind of journey when you're dating but we can only say this as as heterosexual women so how did it make you feel at that moment in time when i know you were very much kind of on that your dating journey Mm. did you also change how you voted at the next election was it a political (laughs) awakening and did you go Maybe you know I am a Tory. Fuck him. Maybe. I am going to vote. I Tory. found my people. Did that? I was holding. Up? I was holding up the cues of the uh, the voting booth because I just could not decide. Just couldn't decide. <laughs> what I loved about dating, I'm obviously not single now. I'm just going to put that out there. I finally found someone. <laughs> yeah. Um, Rub it in. Why no. don't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's not meant to be a dig. But what I found about dating, what I loved about dating, is you learn so much about yourself through these dates. You have to really chip away at the garbage out there. But Mm. I find that personally, I can't speak for everybody, but personally, I think it makes you understand yourself better by having bad dates. I think you have to have bad dates in life. You do. Because you then know what you don't want. Yeah. You know what's important to yourself. Like I said, I'm very proud of my community. I know that's a thing for me. So he wasn't proud of his community. So I, well, then, you're, then I can't be associated with you yeah. because I, I need someone who's going to be like that with me. The people you associate yourself with, and we've talked about this before, mirror your values as well. So it's that yeah. terrible idea in your head of all of a sudden, I, and I've had this on first dates where I'm like, how am I going to navigate this guy with my friends and my family? How is he going to work in that environment? Am I always going to have to be like policing him and maybe what he might slip Mm. up and say? And it just would never have worked. He would never have worked in your community. He would never have worked with your straight friends because we would not never. Can you imagine if I met him? My God. I also think, I don't think it's just your values. I also think it's how you see yourself. So if you you don't respect yourself, then you're going to get with someone who's who's not going to respect you, right? So if you think it's going against your values... Someone is saying something that goes against your values, but you are making excuses for them. You're not respecting your values in yourself. Mm. So it's not that you don't believe in them. It's if you don't actually have enough respect for yourself or, or love yeah. for yourself, that you're tolerating behaviour that is actually against what you believe in. Mm. So, yeah. I find that also so sexy when someone loves themselves. It's self-love, you know, it's not narcissism. It's not even confidence. It's just knowing what you like yeah. knowing yeah. how what makes you happy is i think is really sexy having an opinion um, yeah that as well but going back to your point though Nesh, about like you for instance and i just kind of wanted to like point on the a in lgbtq plus a mm. oh my god i said it wrong I cut see. that out edit that out i'm a good, bad gay man <laughs> Try again. Um, the a the a the ally yeah. which I think people really don't understand what that is. Allyship. And people don't understand that because I'm not speaking for all women. Am I speaking for all women? No, I'm not. Um, <laughs> but they, they you know, when if, if a woman, if a straight woman, you know, you come to all of our bars and we love you, please keep coming. You're very welcome and safe. But there's a lot of like, oh, I've got gay friends. I love mm. gay people. I'm not, I'm not homophobic. I'm not homophobic. I'm blah, blah, blah. You're not just, that doesn't make, it doesn't just justify you as an ally. Allyship yeah. is when you hear someone in the street saying, yeah. calling out that little gay boy there. Allyship yeah. is then you saying, oi, no, yeah. you can't mm. say that. You're, you then stick up to the community and you actually actively help us. Mm. Yeah. That's allyship. Yeah. So for it, instance, you're going to like your friend's house that you know that she's got a boyfriend who's a bit of a dick and he says some bad things. Don't associate yourself with those people because mm-hmm. then like, you're not an ally if you then go to his house for a barbecue. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's or like... go and create tension and fight. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. it's that, like... That. 
It's like with the conversations about race in the last year and a half, you know, it's not enough to just say I'm not racist. Yeah. You have to be anti-racist. And mm -hmm. being anti-racist means being proactive in shutting down racism when you see it. So you're exactly sure. right. You can't just go, oh, my friends are gay. But then you say off the cuff microaggression remarks to your gay friends or you're, or you're perpetuating Or you gays, roll your eyes. You roll your eyes or you're perpetuating gay stereotypes or you're putting your gay friends down going, oh, that's so gay or you would love that or whatever. Or co-opting the language when you really oh, don't have a right yeah. to. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And then yeah. obviously not actively standing up for people. Yeah. yeah. It's not enough to go, I'm an ally. No. I talked about it in a previous episode, and James, I think you and I have spoken about this, how I was dating a guy who, over time, uh, revealed his homophobic uh, true self. Ugh. And I was like, I'm out. I'm absolutely out. I can't. Like, I, I physically can't sit here. And it's, and it's actually amazing how many, unfortunately, how many straight men I've been witness to that will quite easily make a homophobic remark. Very much so, yeah. They're more so than any sort of racial or xenophobic remark. The homophobia is really where they sit. They think is comfortable because they're talking to a heterosexual woman. I think it can just come out. And it's like, yeah. absolutely cannot use that language. Yeah. Very fragile little man. Yeah. <laughs> There's so much male fragility. Really yeah. I know. I know. I love it. Well, thank you so much for coming on this week. You've been an absolute pleasure. You have. We've Abs really enjoyed no, it. No, pleasure's all mine. Thank you. Keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, we'd love to have you on in the future. So by all means, keep listening, James, as well, and spread the word. That's fine. Just say Barbara Streisand three times in a mirror, and then a gay will turn up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I actually watched Candyman the other night. So that was amazing. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good timing. You'll turn up with a hook yeah. in your hand. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, no. Turn up with a with a with a fan and a vodka with soda. A... <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, but and I, and all I do is I just help you with your makeup. That's it. Oh, yeah. the, that horror, the horror. The horror. So if you have a story that you want to share, dear listeners, you can send us your story at cartcashtick at gmail.com or you can slide into our DMs on Instagram. That's at cartcashtick. We want to hear these stories. But yes, we will be back. Regardless, we'll be back at some point soon. Next week, you'll hear from us with another crazy dating <laughs> tale or a few or who knows. But we'll be here. Kind of like that girl from the ring every seven days we appear. Every seven days. <laughs> And it's horrific. Yes, yeah, right. Bedraggled hair. We do have the bedraggled dark hair, especially like yeah, that. we do. Yeah, yeah we bolt everywhere. <laughs> we really do. Oh. Lives in a well. Yeah. Right. Take care, everybody, and we'll see you next. Thanks, time. guys. Love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.